Hi, welcome to my next Compass Point. Today I'll be discussing how the meat system normally operates and the impact COVID-19 has had on plant shutdowns and meat shortages that we've all heard so much about in the press. I'll also be discussing options or opportunities for you to find local meat supplies and support local farmers. So the question is, are we running out of meat? No, we're simply running out of time and space to turn animals into food. So what's going on? Well, there are a handful of very large, efficient processing plants for each species of animal. Chickens, pigs, and cows, and different plants for each type of animal. And due to COVID-19, all of the plants have had employees get sick, which have caused slowdowns, as well as new social distancing norms and protocols. This all leads to less availability of meat in the grocery store. No one knows exactly what the numbers are, but industry experts indicate that these slowdowns have impacted 20 to 40% of our meat processing capabilities in the United States. This is not how our system is designed to work. The meat production business in the U.S. runs on a just-in-time system, which is great for highly predictable businesses because it allows processors, wholesalers, and grocery stores to hold the smallest amount of inventory possible and yet keep us all fed with high-quality, safe, fresh meat at the lowest possible prices. It's a, it's a great system until you hit a speed bump. Imagine you're a kid riding a skateboard and you hit a rock. That's exactly what happened to our food processing system in the last few weeks. Prior to COVID, the food system was highly predictable. Food producers knew when certain foods would be needed and when they wouldn't. Think Easter and eggs or flour in the holidays, and they could su supply things accordingly. And it's a great system, as long as you can keep to the schedule. Here's what all animal species have in common when it comes to processing. The system is designed for a typical animal. Farmers and processors have to stay on schedule. Remember, it's just in time. Also, the machinery and equipment designed to process these animals is for a very specific and narrow range of sizes. This narrow range means if the animal is too big or too small, it can't or won't be processed. For each processing plant and each species, there's a very specific size range that they desire. For chickens, it's five to six pounds. Pigs, 280 to 300 pounds. For beef cattle, it's 1,000 to 1,300 pounds. So why are we hearing so much about pork specifically? Well. The large pork processing plants were hit unusually hard with COVID-19, but there's also production and scheduling issues. And each one of these animals has a very specific length of time it takes to get them to the appropriate required weight for processing. Chickens take about 42 days, which makes this the most flexible market. Farmers can react and ramp up or slow production pretty quickly. Beef cattle take about 18 months. Because this animal takes the longest to get to weight, there's more flexibility and long-term changes farmers can make to adjust their production. Pigs take from five to six months to reach the target weight. If you're delayed, there are major problems. Farmers don't have extra barns to house them and your schedule says that as soon as one group leaves, another is coming and it's already in the pipeline. In order to make money, the farmer must keep their barns full all the time and pigs are caught in the middle. So why don't farmers just continue to feed these pigs until there's a spot open at the processing plant or things get back to normal? It comes down to two major reasons, economics and scheduling. First of all, you never know when you're going to get that spot. How many days do you have to feed the pigs? How much? And if the farmer continues to feed the pigs day after day after day, not knowing how and when they'll be taken from the farm, he's not even sure if the processor will take them if they get too big, number one. And number two, his costs continue to go up every day that he feeds those pigs can cost a typical farmer in the United States thousands and thousands of dollars that he may never get back and may never be compensated for. Farmers, especially pig farmers, are doing everything they can to slow down production rates. 
by changing rations, they slow down weight gain to give them more time to make decisions. And they're also doing things to, to impact sow pregnancy rates. But this isn't like a light switch. You can't simply turn it off. Remember, these are the worst decisions these farm families have ever had to make. They're trying to survive and keep the store shelves full. So what can we do to bridge the gap until the processing plants are up at full production again? One idea is to contact local farmers and find out if they have animals available. Then get together with your family, friends, neighbors, co-workers, and go together and try to buy an animal and have it processed. Another thing you can do is forward social media posts from farmers advertising that they've got animals available. Even if you can't take them, you never know who will. Another idea if you can't find local farms or local farmers but you shop at a farmer's market is to ask the people that run the food stands there. Even if they grow vegetables, they possibly have contacts in the animal industry or meat industry that they could help and would be glad to forward to you. You can also contact your local extension office. They're affiliated with the USDA, have great information on agriculture, farming, and how-to. They might even possibly be able to point you to a farmer, processor, or just more information. The next step is finding somebody to process the animal for you. Ask the farmer that you purchased the animal from if he knows of a butcher or processor in your area, or simply search online for local butchers and processors. Then contact the butcher or processor and find out if they've got time in their schedule, as they've been getting busier as well. Costs vary, but are very simple and straightforward. It depends on packaging, what they have to do to the meat, and also whether or not they'll pick up the animal for you. The biggest thing you can do is remember the impacts that all of these things have had on the food supply and your local farmers in six months from now or when things seem to be normal. If you find a local farmer, keep supporting them. If you find a local processor, keep supporting them. That way we can contribute to a more flexible, efficient food system to handle crises better in the future, as well as helping farmers survive and thrive. Check the links below and my social media platforms for information on how to find extension offices and local meat supply. Send any questions to those same platforms. I look forward to hearing from you and seeing you at the next Compass Point.